internet. It's fucking hot. It's <laughs> welcome to a very sweaty edition of Outrage Factory. Uh, fun fact: apparently, they don't put AC in condos in Vancouver because. Vancouver's not supposed to get hot. It's not really ever getting above 30, like maybe here and there. But thanks to global warming and the Republicans for cooking the earth, I'm just going to start. I'm just, just, you know what? I'm just going to go bipartisan. I'm going left. If, Whatever. If we if we just boiled everything down to you are uncomfortable and sweaty right now because of the Republicans, imagine how much higher voter engagement would be. Actually... I think if we boiled it down to I'm all sweaty and uncomfortable because of the regressive left, our listenership would shoot through the roof. (laughs) (laughs) Also, if we boiled it down even further and I'm deeply uncomfortable because I have to sit here for the next hour and look at you without a shirt on. And then we posted a video of that online. Our listenership would also yeah. uh, probably shoot through Give the, the people what they want, Derek. <laughs> Shirtless Dale. So we did promise. Uh, Sup, ladies. <laughs> I'm going to wear a shirt. <laughs> yeah. Jesus Christ. <laughs> it's also episode 98. 98 degrees? Yeah. Like uh, the inside of our mouths, which won't be meeting because you failed our Patreon. Yeah, nobody. So weirdly enough, we made an offer to mouth kiss each other uh, on video in exchange for donations to our podcast. And we got zero donations. You know what that is? Sexism. Yeah. So we're going to go reverse psychology. And unless you donate to our Patreon for this podcast, are you wiping this Sweat out of your chest hair with your hands right now. Don't talk about it. No, I'm not. My chest hair was tangled, so it's it straightening. So moist. I wasn't wiping sweat out of my chest hair. Thanks for blowing up my spot, Derek. No, my my little chest pubes are all tangled, and I want to be representable if we're gonna have a video later. So I was gonna say, unless you donate to our Patreon, does my cleavage distract? Dale and I Derek? are gonna mouth kiss and spam you with videos, but I don't want to do that anymore. <laughs> so we're just not. Oh, what? We're not gonna do oh, it. What? The 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 chest sweat. Sweaty the chest, chest hair sweat was too is much. your line. <laughs> that's that's probably where I dry. Yeah. Kiss me because I have sweaty chest hair and I'm all that's, around disgustingly hot and moist right now. That's it. It's too much. <laughs> I was going to say, don't make that claim because people are just not going to interact with Patreon and then we'll have to Ever guess. again? We can yeah. bring Patreon down. If you <laughs> donate to anyone on Patreon, <laughs> we're going to mouth kiss each other. Mm-hmm. Fuck, it's so hot. Uh, it's like Nick Lachey in here. Nice one. Good reference. I'm shirtless. That's why. <laughs> not because... It's 98 98 degrees degrees. and it's episode 98. I'm probably just going to make that pun for the rest of the episode. That's fine. You earned it. I think people really respond to Dale's puns on this podcast. I think that's a big driving force behind the listenership. I mean, I'm not really going to do any research or listen to any feedback that disproves that because I just want to live in my own little world. Your assumptions are probably right. Pop your top. I'm doing it. Pop the top. I'm doing it. Hey ladies, uh, two shirtless men talking about stuff they're uneducated about. What could be more enthralling in a podcast? My American girlfriend is currently hiding in uh, in my bedroom and I have to pray that she doesn't come out here at any point over the next hour. Yeah, there's a lot of unbridled <laughs> testosterone out here. It's just too much. It might kill her. Yeah, it might like... 
I don't know. Whatever happens. When a girl. woman gets aroused? I've never seen it. <laughs> I have no idea. I'm very unaware of what happens. Do their nipples get hard? I don't... They say, like, like boob, boob fine, bombers? just hurry up so I can finish Jeopardy. Is that what happens when women are aroused? <laughs> just kidding. My girlfriend doesn't watch Jeopardy. Uh, hey, it's episode 98 of Outrage Factory. As always, I'm your co-host, Derek Bowen. I'm your other co-host, Dale DeRuder. We're both shirtless for your listening pleasure. I feel like without the burden of a shirt constricting our thorax, we can deliver from our diaphragm to a level that we haven't explored yet on this podcast. Yeah, I just feel totally unencumbered by the trappings of society right now yeah. in that I'm hanging out shirtless with another dude, very sweaty, yeah. running his fingers through his sweaty <laughs> tufts of chest hair in my apartment. Yeah, well, at least I have a tuft and not a like pelt. <laughs> Like you. And this just makes it like extra hot because it's like I'm wearing a sweater all the time. Yeah. It's awful. Supposedly that's supposed to help cool because it like traps a layer of air between you and Not true. the outside. Factually world. incorrect. Oh. I'm very hot all the time. Well, you don't have to brag about it. <laughs> Turning 39, you don't have to tell everybody how hot you are. Wow. Do you want to get into the episode? Sure. Hey, tragic week in the United States. I'm sure we talked about gun violence because there's when you're dealing we have with, talked about with a country violence. in which there's a mass shooting every other fucking day. Uh, there's probably a lot of opportunity for people to get mad about it online. Oh, uh, have you been online? There's a lot of people saying that uh, the state should just throw their guns into the sun. And then nobody will be mad and want to kill each other anymore. So I went the other way with that. And I think my solution to the gun, uh, the epidemic of gun violence in the States is you just give everybody a gun. Mm -hmm. Give them all, hand them out at birth. And then either it's going to go one of two ways. The, the good people who would put their own lives at risk to save strangers which is basically fucking no one. Everyone likes to pretend they're that person, but very few people would actually step up in those situations, which is one of the major flaws in the gun lobby argument. Well, because if you're going to put yourself between someone you don't know and violence, it always hurts. It's not like you get away and be like, oh, thank God I was a hero and didn't have to or endure any physical pain. What happens is you're like, if I get shot, I'll fucking hurt and I'll probably almost die. As opposed to saving the stranger's life. Also, there's a thing that people, when you're, like everybody thinks like there's fight or flight. When you're introduced into like a aggressive situation, you either fight or you, or you flight. Like either you fight back or you run away. That's what everybody assumes. But there's also the freezing thing. Whereas if I saw a person start shooting someone, there's a very high chance that I would just be like a deer in her headlights yeah. and just freeze and not know what the fuck is going on and go into, like, a sort of shock state. and Which is, like, deer have that fight-or-flight response as well. Yeah. But they panic, and their yeah. brain just shuts down completely, so they can't decide whether to fight your car or run away, and that's why they get hit by the car. Yeah. It's the same deer in headlights. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, I think the, the assumption... Uh, is either the good people with guns will finally outweigh the bad people with guns and we'll have good people willing to uh, step into armed conflicts in order to rescue strangers or the mentally ill people with guns will outnumber everyone, which is probably more true. Yeah. And then 
enough people will die to a point where it's like, okay, well, now the population is thin. We don't have enough human beings alive in the country left to perpetuate mass murders every other fucking day. Yeah, that's true. That's a win-win. I think... I don't want to sound too optimistic here, but I think we're on the precipice of actual change. Not because somebody said, oh, there's real gun legislation and this is what we're going to do to change it and make it harder for people to get guns. I think we're on the precipice for change because whether you hate him or like him, Donald Trump, has he said, he came out with a statement and he said, we're, sorry, I'm just looking it up. And he, what did he say? Um, he blamed mental illness for this. Which is good because if the leader of your country is finally willing to admit that maybe there's something wrong with the people and they all have like some form of mental illness that they're not getting the proper attention to, we're starting to admit what the actual problem is. Because for years we've been stuck on people being like, well, it's people who have guns or it's the fact that people have guns and other people will be like, no, people kill people. But now we're like... Yeah, we're past the point of if it's people with guns or not. We have to start to look at the mindset of these people and what we can do to stop people from basically going crazy and shooting up the place. Yeah, but the problem with the U.S. and with Donald Trump's statements is that that's as far as the action goes. You say mental mental illness is a problem, so we're going to throw a for-profit mental health solution at people – and hope that some fucking poor white guy with a bone to pick in the middle of Alabama is going to actually suddenly shoes. start ponying up money for uh, for his own mental health, which is like it's not going to fucking happen ever. I feel like we can't blame Alabama anymore. These shootings are happening pretty much all the way across the states. It's not just like the redheaded stepchild of the U.S., which is the southern U.S. states that everybody pretty much blames for all forms of violence. Like, we got what? Texas, Ohio, Chicago. So a fun little exercise here. Yeah. I'm going to go through everything that qualifies as a mass shooting that has taken place in the United States in the past week. Okay. First, tell everybody what a mass – what it takes to qualify as a mass shooting because – Before I read it, I didn't know what it was. So to qualify as a mass shooting, according to Stanford University. Stanford. Which they seem to know their shit. They're pretty brainy over there at Stanford. They think a lot. I'll accept their opinion on the subject matter. Uh, Is three or more people shot in one incident, excluding the perpetrators, at one location, at roughly the same time, and they exclude organized crime and gang-related and drug-related shootings. So that's... Still pretty broad. It includes, like, domestic violence. Like, if yeah. some mentally unhinged husband shoots his family to death. Yeah. Uh, but it does exclude gang violence, which is where, like, a lot of these shootings occur. Yeah, because so that would be – that would exclude a lot of drive-bys and retaliatory ki- killings and, like – yeah, like, basic gangland hits. My only umbrage that I have with this is I feel like three isn't enough to make it mass. But that's, like – just quibbling over the numbers. Well, what is it? Like, three, two's company, three's a crowd. Yeah, two's company, three's a mass shooter. That, yeah, that seems fair. Yeah. Seems reasonable. Okay. All right. Okay, well, I'll accept it. So, <laughs> I mean, so it's still go. fucking terrible that three people have died. At least three people were shot in each of these incidences. Oh, another thing was that we're talking about 
at least three people shot, not three people shot and killed. Yes. So, and I'm going to exclude for the purpose of this because we have limited airtime. I'm going to exclude shootings where zero people died. Fair? Okay, fair. All right. So, uh, July 28th, Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Shout out Philly, my uh, adopted hometown. Hey, that was my birthday. Uh, yeah, that's, well, you got, you got some good, uh, you got some good newsmakers on your birthday here. Uh, okay. Six people shot, five injured, one dead, uh, killed by an unknown perpetrator as the victims were preparing to shoot a rap video. Mm. All right. Mm. Uh, Next up, Gilroy, California at the Gilroy Garlic Festival. 16 people were shot, four fatally, including a gunman and two children at the Gilroy Garlic Festival. So, Is there a motive there or just... I'm not sure. Well, I guess it doesn't say the motives. So the guy was, uh, I am just reading off a chart on Wikipedia right now, but in that case, the guy was obviously an extremist, a mentally unwell extremist. Extremist. Uh, Extremist. Extremist. No, that's extremism. You don't say, I'm going to the extreme. (laughs) No, because there's that extra E on the end. But when you're doing extreme Wait, extremist. is it not extremist? I don't know. No, now you're going to make me I go. feel like. How to pronounce extremist. Sorry to get hung up. Oh, and uh, another thing we should point Fuck out. Fuck if I've been doing this wrong the whole time. That's so funny. <laughs> I'm supposed to be the one who screws up all the words, and you're supposed to be like. Extremist. God hey! damn it. All right. Victory for Dale. <laughs> I mean. It just makes me look bad that I'm counting a victory around such a just like a terrible subject. You got to take them where you can, man. Okay, so I think while we're going through this list, one thing, one other thing we should also do is maybe talk about like because there's like there's like what like over ten incidences that happened in the last week, but the popular media, the popular media has only been talking about four. So the garlic. Festival one is the one that everybody was talking about last week. Yeah. Okay. Until this four days again. later. Okay. Uh, so, so keep going. Sorry. Uh, so Gilroy, California, uh, 16 shot, 12 injured, four dead. Uh, also July 28th, Chippewa Falls, Wisconsin, seven people shot, five dead, two injured. Uh, Gumman shot six people, four fatally before killing himself. Uh, Rosenberg, Texas. Uh, four shot, three dead, one injured. A man shot and killed his ex-girlfriend's parents and wounded her before committing suicide in a murder-suicide. Yikes. Uh, South Haven, Mississippi, July 30th. At a Walmart store, which we will come back to Walmart stores, apparently a very unsafe to be place to be in the States these days. A uh, man killed two people, then wounded a police officer for, before being shot by police and arrested. Uh, oh, wait, so did he die or no? I uh, guess he just... I don't think so. Got incapacitated. Uh, July 31st in Elkhart, Indiana, police responding to shots fired at a senior living complex discovered a wounded woman and two males and a woman deceased. It is believed one of the deceased males was the shooter. Why would you let someone in a senior complex have a fucking gun? Okay, I'm just going to put this out there. Hard rule for gun control. No one with dementia gets yeah, guns. don't give to the old people. And also, if you go to a senior's home... You yank the guns. Don't I don't. I don't care about. Door. I don't care about your Second Amendment rights. Once you get to the age where you could be in dementia territory, where you don't have full self control of your mind, your body, and your guns, they get yanked. 
Which you can like, like look at them and play with them. What do you need it for? What's the argument? You're going into an assisted living senior complex. You're worried that the seniors are going to gang up on you? Yeah, and you, the Second Amendment right doesn't really qualify to seniors because it's not like you're going to make a militia of 75-year-olds to fight back against the government. Also when they true. Try to take away Excellent point. Though, and I might take some heat from our older listeners, they would make excellent human shields. So if you have an armed militia, you put the old people front of the line. This is problematic. Not because I'm morally against having old people as human shields, but because they're going to make terrible human shields because they're so thin and frail. They're not going to stop any bullets. Great point. What if we equip them with bombs and just send them into the opposing army or government offices or whatever? Yeah, but we've been talking so much against like ISIS and all that for using those sort of tactics. We can't really do that ourselves. True. Okay. We'll think on it. Oh, okay. we'll get back to you on that. Yeah, we will find an applicable usage for people over the age of fifty. I want to say. Whoa! Now that I'm forty, I'm gonna say we gotta we gotta back push, that off. Push that push that back a few years. We gotta push it back off so it doesn't feel like I could be part of this group because I'm I'm pretty strong in the whole NIMBY crowd, not in my backyard. And if we say. This is the role that people over 50 are going to have in our, what is this, going to be the apocalypse? Or well, like just the, the, you know, the armed uprising against the government that everyone claims they need their guns for. Yeah, okay. In the armed uprising, self-defense against the government. Right. Very important. Let's qualify. start at 60 because I feel like that when I'm actually 60, I'll either, it'll either be like a different landscape because that's 20 years or I won't care because I'll be so old. True. Or how about at 50, we just make you a commander of the suicide platoon for fucking old people, which like you're still old and your life has no value other than like walking into the war against the or the defense against the government. You had me a command. <laughs> so nice. Uh, where was I? Elkhart, Indiana. Oh, no. Seniors complex. Right. Uh, August 2nd, Suffolk, Virginia. So August 1st was a quiet day in the U.S. Not oh, a single mass shooting. Holy shit. There you go. Uh, August 2nd, Suffolk, Virginia. Uh, five people shot, three injured, two dead. Uh, doesn't say why. Uh, August 2nd, also Pomfret, Maryland, uh, a man shot and killed his in-laws and wounded an 11-year-old boy sitting in a relative's car before committing suicide. Pomfret? Pomfret. Sorry. Which is like fried, like palm free, like fried That's potatoes. like fried apple. No. Or is it, f- oh, that's like fries. Yeah. Like French, French fries. Like French fries. Although palm is apple, but like palm yeah. free is because, uh, potatoes are palm de terre. Which is like earth apples. Yeah, because the French don't know how to name anything without calling it an apple. They really did. You hold up anything. They're like, so we like apples. These brown things, which you can eat, are almost round. And someone's like, hey, let's call those apples too. Why not? Hey, we call them earth apples. And then people have problems with the French language. Can't understand why. Yeah. Uh, same with, fuck, what else? Uh, there's plenty, plenty of examples. You know what I call earth apples? My stuff. Call it the earth he, apples. He's pointing at his dick. You, you <laughs> I, I assume he's talking about his balls. You, you know why? Why, Dale? Because I plant them. <laughs> Ayo! 
Uh, August 3rd in El Paso, Texas. Uh, 22 people were killed. Way to go, Dale. Way to... Way to fucking... Well, how do I look insensitive? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, boy. You knew it was coming. Uh, you know what else was coming? Okay, let's... Your Earth apples! <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, we gotta edit this. Right. I don't want to be looked at as the podcast... That made light. That trivializes human suffering. I mean, in our defense, what else can you do at this point? I, I don't yeah, even like... like it's not our fault we're desensitized from gun violence in America. I used to be the guy who, like, so even, like, way, way back, I was the guy who was, like, when Columbine happened, I was fucking obsessed with it. Like, obsessed yeah. with it for, like, a solid couple months. Uh, I was in Denver recently mm-hmm. uh, with Kate. Yeah. And she was like, what do you want to see? And I was like, well, I kind of want to go see like Columbine High School. And she was yeah. like, that's fucking weird. Like, why would you want to do that? And I was like, that's a great point. So I went from that to like being the guy who got mad online every time there was a mass shooting and just like yelling at people yeah. about how guns were the problem. And then I was like, well, I'm doing this every day. So see, what's what the happened point? was we didn't just become shitty people who are dead inside. What happened was... Society made us this way. We got outrage fatigue. Because, like, we're going through this list of all the shootings that happened in the last week in the States. And, of course, it's terrible. Of course, no one wants to talk about people who died or their family dying. But it just happens so often that if you get mad every time it happens, you just... You get not only frustrated, but exhausted. It's like... It's fucking bonkers that we're going through this list. I'm about halfway through it, by the way. This is in one week, and I'm yeah. excluding the shootings where zero people died. Yeah. Uh, and there's still this many to do. Like, how how can you how can you even like muster the energy to get mad about this anymore? Yeah. Like, I understand that people are. It's just like it boggles my fucking mind that mm-hmm. this happens all the time, and there's no solution for it. Yeah, that's because- the problem. Is Even, like, if you take everyone's guns away, like, you take every gun away from everyone in the U.S. and melt it down, what... I mean, that would would work. That would solve the efficiency of the problem. The problem isn't that people are getting shot by guns. The problem is that people, on a large scale, want to kill each other. And whether it be, like, whatever happened to... Like, some of them... They're self-explanatory, like the murder-suicide, where, like, okay, the guy felt like he had no other way out, so he was super frustrated with life, and it's tragic, but he killed, like, his family members then himself. But the whole main thing, we got to figure, like, it's, the problem is, like you said, there's no solution, because we're like, well, what are we going to do? There is a solution. Figure out why people are killing each other and how to stop it? Because people have always wanted to kill each other. Not... At this level. Even at this level. But people didn't have the means. So the one difference yeah. that I'm going to get through this list and then we can jump in. Okay, 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 okay. Uh, so El Paso, Texas, uh, 46 people shot, 24 injured, 22 dead uh, at a Walmart. Uh, again, this was uh, a guy who was an extremist. Uh, but this was a a very racially motivated one. Uh, he was, he had a lot of literature. He did post like a pretty lengthy manifesto online about how Latinos and and Mexicans were taking over his country. So did you hear that he posted it on 8chan? Like I'm so out of touch. 
I thought it was just 4chan and that was it. No. I didn't know like 8chan. Oh, 8chan a is a worse 4chan. Like, 8chan is like... Are they part of the same thing and like 8chan is just twice as racist and bigotry? Yeah, like if you were too sexist or racist or insane for 4chan, which is yeah. like a very fucking low bar, yeah. you went to 8chan. Okay. Uh, Did you hear... Oh, sorry. Were you going to... No. Okay, I was going to say, did you hear that the Mexican government once is thinking about extraditing this guy because he shot six, I think he shot... Six Mexican nationals. Yeah, yeah. like if he shot, I'm not sure if he just shot them or shot and killed them. But it's like, when the guy from Mexico is telling you your country's too violent, you got a fucking problem. (laughs) Because there's like... There's like, what, 150 journalists who were just killed by crime last year in Mexico, and now he's like, yo, your country's fucking violent. Yeah, your country has a problem, which, like, I agree with, man. The U.S. has a big fucking problem. Like, uh, Kay obviously is American. I worry for her well-being. Uh, I'm going back to the States in, like, a week, a week and a half, going to Houston, which is in fucking Texas, where everyone has fucking guns. I have a question. Yes, Dale. Like, I'm not... Very internationally smart. I think I've proven that on many occasions on this podcast. Or nationally smart. I was going to forego that and just kind of... I was going to dunk on myself a bit, <laughs> not the whole way. When you go to the States on these work trips, yes. do you get rental guns? Like, you have a car rental place. Oh. And they're like... Because... That's actually a very smart question. That would be a great business model. Like, I mean... You're going to the States. They're like, we have all these guns because we're scared that at any second the government's going to come down and try to take away our rights. As a traveler in that country, you should also be afraid of your temporary rights being taken away from the government. So you should get like temporary guns. Like I'm not talking like a semiotic AK, but maybe like. Just a little, like a handgun, like a nine millimeter or something. Nine millimeter. That's not a gun. Get like. (laughs) No, you should get you should get like a revolver so that it, it counts as a gun, but it's so slow and stupid you never actually want to use it. Yeah, that's a, like that's a good point. So when this uh, totally realistic government uh, clampdown on the yeah. citizens citizens of the United States occurs, I could very easily be caught up in that. Yeah. So I need to defend my rights as well. So I should be able to get my hands on a gun, at least temporarily. Yeah, they should have to defend myself like against the government. A visitor visa, there. but it's a gun. Yeah. Also, this whole the government's going to clamp down on our rights. Can't the government just be like, yeah, we already did that in the eighties. Yeah, you guys are dumb. It's already like, done. We do it every day, and you fucking sign up for it, and yeah. you, you go online and you yell about how cops should be allowed to do whatever they want. That's the government uprising. Yeah, they should be like. Remember the Patriot Act in the early 2000s? Yeah, that was supposed to be a joke, but you just let us take all your rights. So why, like... Don't don't ask ask questions. We need guns for when the government does fucking whatever. Wait, you know, maybe... You know what? Maybe we should go the other way. Maybe we should start giving Canadians, like little shitty versions of guns just because we're a little shitty version of the USA Yeah. in case Trudeau and his hairdo wants to roll through and like tell us we can't build a pipeline. Yeah, start making us all wear rainbow socks. Fuck you, Trudeau. You know what? I've got a little baby gun. Yeah. You can't take away my rights. I have like a Dillinger, like a little bra gun. (laughs) Do you you wear a bra? No, I probably should. I've got some ample... I mean, at least it could absorb some of that chest sweat at yeah. the very least. 
Maybe that's maybe I'm like a camel and I don't actually have bitch tits. It's just full of sweat. It's where all my sweat goes in the summer. I should measure my little male titties during the summer. And then in the winter, I'll measure them. And if they're smaller, then they're just full of sweat. Well, yeah, but probably some point in September or October, I think you make the switch over. So right now they're full of sweat and water yeah. so that you can remain properly properly hydrated. Yeah. But in the September and October, you need to start, like, storing up for winter. So it's, so like, full get, of pumpkin lattes. Yeah. <laughs> Squirting pumpkin spice out your titties. You'd be like, oh, I feel like a delicious sugary treat is just throw it flowing through my veins. Oh, that's the pumpkin latte titties. Uh, August 4th. So, like, 10 hours after this El Paso shooting uh, was another shooting in uh, Dayton, Ohio. So 37 people shot, 27 injured, 10 dead. Uh, a gunman killed nine people and injured 27 outside of a bar after he was denied entry, which seems like a totally rational reason to kill uh, 10 people and uh, injure 27. He actually, he also killed his own sister in uh, in that shooting. Jesus. So, yeah. Was he drunk? Oh, pro- probably. But there's that's a bigger question. Why should a drunk person... Make notoriously bad decisions. Why should they have access to a fucking gun? We'll get into it. I'm still not through the list. Uh, Chicago, Illinois, eight shot, one killed, uh, shooting in the Lawndale community. And then also August 4th, uh, Memphis, Tennessee, four people shot, three injured, one dead, uh, just as in an early morning shooting. And that brings us to today, uh, August 5th, 2019. So through the calendar year 2019, uh, according to... These, um, what we said before, whatever the requirements are, uh, there have been so far. Yeah. The year 2019. So far. So far. Uh, 248 mass shootings, 246 people killed. So almost one per mass shooting, which pretty good average. Mm -hmm. Uh, 979 people wounded. Two occurred at a school. One occurred at a place of worship. America. I got to say, I am very optimistic that we're not seeing church and school shootings anymore, that they're just at random spots. Like, I mean, I don't know. I kind of, you got to kind of see that as a victory that people aren't going after the kids and the devout anymore. They're kind of just going after random. No. So what they did is after there were a ton of school shootings Mm -hmm. and then place of worship shootings. Now you basically have to go through airport security every time you want to get into a school or a place of worship. So, uh, we can only assume that rather than implementing sensible gun control laws, you're now going to have to pass through fucking TSA style security to go into any public gathering or public square. This is super And now good no one has to give out their guns. Because if you have anything against Walmart, if Walmart has to have security screenings to get into Walmart, they'll just flat out go out of business. Because I don't know if you've been to Walmart, but their clientele <laughs> aren't exactly the most secure individuals. Like there's a reason these shootings are happening at Walmart instead of like, what's another grocery store in the States? Talk, er. Target. Like, yeah, Target, I would say, is in the same. That's a little too on the nose for punnage. Hey, so I kind of want to stay away what? from it. But you know what I mean? Like, there's probably a reason these are happening at Walmart as opposed to a different box store like Best Buy or some other store where you can get all your goods and services, including groceries, at a fair 
price. Um, what were we saying before? Oh, uh, guns are a fucking problem. Okay. So, the- so I flipped. I flipped. Just take all these crazy assholes guns away. Fuck them. You know what? You can't play nice with your toys. You don't get toys no more. Well, so everyone's like, everyone's like, oh, what's different about the U.S.? It's a cultural. Pr- it's not a fucking cultural problem. It's that in the yeah. U.S. There are. Wait, I got to look up the stat really quick. But there's something like 10 guns in circulation for every human being in the U.S., which is fucking insane. Who needs that many guns? I heard it was three, but either way, it's fucking ridiculous. Yeah. And yeah, that's fucking crazy. Like, and. The weird thing is the people who have guns don't just have one. They have like 20. It's like it's like an addiction. Let's just say that. The reason that the states has guns is because they're addicted. Oh, here we go. Okay. Yeah. Uh, estimated uh, number of civilian firearms per 100 people. Uh, United States number one out of every country on earth. Uh, 120 guns per every 100 people. That's only 1.2 guns per people. Yeah, I mean, that really. Seems way lower than all low. the unsubstantiated rumors I've heard about the subject. Uh, rounding Still, out. It's the, too much. The top five, the Falkland Islands with a population of 3,000 people. Uh, Where the fuck is the Falkland Islands? You can't a, just say made up countries. It's, okay, uh, I'll <laughs> skip to the next one then. Yemen, uh, notorious hotbed of democracy, Yemen. Okay. The only reason Yemen has so many guns in there is because the states gave guns to people so they could invade Yemen. So I feel like that's a statistic. That's, that's also, yeah, probably like that's like, an offshoot of if American the invading guns. forces that are in Yemen currently killing innocent people weren't there, I feel like their gun count would be lower. Uh, New Caledonia, which where? That's a badass name. That's like by Russia or something, isn't it? No, I think it's it's in it's by Australia. Oh, wait, there's only. Southwest, Southwest Pacific Ocean. What the fuck? Is this some, like, how many people live there? Uh, 270,000. What the fuck? I've, let's just go with a new rule. If Dale hasn't heard of the country, it doesn't exist. Okay, fair enough. Uh, Montenegro and Serbia, which had that decades-long conflict, so it seems reasonable that they'd have lots of fucking guns there. Yeah, I mean, if you're going to tell me that Serbia is one of the countries with the most guns per, per, per populace... On the list, I'd be like, yeah, that's a no-brainer. Uh, Canada, number seven on the list. Oh, shit. And that's including those made-up countries that Derek just said that have less than 500,000 people. We have 34.7 guns per 100 people. Ah. So That's in- actually a lot higher than I thought yeah, it would be. Yeah, that actually scares me a little bit. So in terms of, like, civilized Western nations, you have the U.S. at 120.5 per 100 people. And then next on the list is Canada at 34.7 per 100 people. Uh, and then after that, uh, we have uh, Finland with 32.4. Do you think... A lot of guns. It would be higher in Canada if the states wasn't next door? No, I think it'd be lower. Significantly lower. Oh, I was going to say, like, because I, I would say that some maybe Canada's lower because we can't just call, like... Someone we know from the states with all their guns to come up and handle our business for us. Be like, yo, cute, yeah. Hey, uh, person from the states who has a lot of guns. Um, hey, our government got oppressive. Could you come up here and liberate us, yeah. please? And all the Americans who hump their guns every night and crow about how they need their guns to protect themselves against the government will gladly come across the border yeah, to say, like, this. people from BC could call up and be like, hey, so our government 
bought this completely <laughs> private <laughs> utility and made it public and then forced its way through. And now that public utility is only going to be sold for a lower price to another corporation in the near future. And then the states would be like, oh, really? What utility is this? And we'd be like, well, it's an oil pipeline. And they would just be like, click. And they wouldn't fucking care. They'd be like, take your oil pipeline. Yeah. Or they'd invade us. As soon as they heard. Well, I'm thinking that second one is that they would show up with their guns, but it would not be to help us. It would be to just like, oh, you have oil? You're ours now. It would be like the states would be like, hey, you know how in our own country people are all scared that the government's going to come and take over and take whatever they want from them? And we'd be like, yeah. And then they'd be like, you know how they said it's because they have guns and that's the only reason we're not doing it? And then the Canadians would be like, yeah. And then the states would be like, surprise, you don't have guns. Give us your oil. <laughs> Shouldn't have gotten so high and mighty about that yeah. no guns thing. Fucking 33 per hundred. That's not enough. Uh, so hot take, uh, putting implements of killing that make it really easy to kill people in the hands of people, uh, a population that is growing increasingly uh, poor and despondent and mentally unwell and just yeah. generally unhappy and with a bone to pick against society in general. Probably a bad idea. Probably going to see, uh, well, I'm going to say more mass shootings in the U.S. before we see fewer mass shootings yeah, in I'd the U.S. Yeah, I'd say you're going to have to, like, have, like, you got to get into, like, society building to get rid of this problem. Because you're like, what you're going to have to do is you're going to have to, like, basically make your citizens feel like they have something to lose so they don't throw their life away shooting up a bar because they didn't get in and now they don't look cool. I think we literally said in a previous episode that until everyone in the United States knows someone personally who has died because of gun violence, you're not going to see any gun violence. Like, there's not going to be any change to gun legislation. I don't even feel like that would make them change. You know what will make fucking gun violence in the States go away, though? Getting rid of violent video games. I I have heard that. That's the problem. I did say one thing that Trump said was smarter earlier in the episode when he attributed it to mental illness, but he also said... Can we do the dumb thing now? Yeah, the dumb thing. He also said it's fucking gun violence, which... If you like memes, oh boy, there are some good memes on this. Like someone was saying like, they're like, my parents are scared because I play video games and I'm prone to violent outbreaks. And then the guy's like, meanwhile, I'm building a house for my dog in Minecraft. Or someone's like, I'm watering my car, my crops in Farmville. And they're just giving all these examples of the unviolent video games they're playing. And then the best thing I saw, which I posted on my social media, was that somebody said... Fox News has done to our parents what they said video games would do to us. us. (laughs) So brilliant. Perfectly encapsulates it. Is that, yeah, like Fox News has turned an entire generation of boomers into like frothing at the mouth. Uh, Oh, I was just thinking about this. This is totally unrelated, but I was thinking about it. What happened to Gen Xers? Like we talk about fucking boomers, millennials, boomers versus millennials. But Gen Xers, I feel like they're the ones who are exploiting these terrible laws. Like they're the ones who lawyer up and then squeege away out of getting charged with something. I feel like that's all the Gen Xers, which is anyone aged 40 to 55 right now is a Gen Xer. So I feel like they're probably a lot of the millennial shitheads are because their parents 
or Gen Xers. Uh, final take on the uh, gun thing because we're at, uh, you know, 40 minutes on this. <laughs> hey, Derek, it's funny because Derek was like, are we going to talk about anything besides gun control in this uh, episode? And I was like, well, yeah, probably not. It's it's a pretty, uh, I don't know if you've turned on the TV lately or the Hop on topic. internet. Have you turned on the internet lately? That's going to be the new saying because nobody watches TV will be like, have you turned on the internet lately? Because... That's what everybody's talking about. Uh, the, the thing that people are actually talking about right now is feral hogs, which... Uh, Dude, that's a huge problem in the States. That is one thing you need your guns for because they are what, an invasive species. Okay, but so this guy, uh, this is the final word on the gun debate. Uh, there was a tweet that went viral that said, if you're on here arguing the definition of assault weapon today, you are part of the problem. You know what an assault weapon is, and you know you don't need one. Uh, Willie McNabb, a Twitter user uh, who is unsurprisingly a Christian and a libertarian, said, a legit question for rural Americans. How do I kill the, the 30 to 50 feral hogs that run into my yard within three to five minutes while my small kids play? Uh, and Twitter is just having a field day with uh, the 30 to 50 feral hogs quote. Uh, Dale, as a farm boy, what's your take? Assault rifles. Um, no, I would, I would, I would. Did your brain shut down? Oh, like that's literally how are you going to kill that many hogs is an assault rifle or just get better aim and use like. Actually, no, you can't kill that many hogs with an assault rifle because the problem with assault rifles is if you're firing at a group of pigs, pigs are very sturdy, their hides are thick, you gotta get like, you gotta have accuracy over mass bullets. So if you like shoot a pig three times in the side when you're like, because if you've got, okay, if you've got an assault rifle, your subconscious tactic for shooting at a group is you're gonna do swaying arcs across them. So if you hit these pigs, you're not going to take them out. But if you have, say, a bolt action or a semi-automatic rifle, you're going to make sure you take a good shot and you'll actually end up killing more pigs faster with the semi-automatic rifle. So to what was his name? Brian McNabb? Willie. Willie McNabb. What you're going to need is you're going to want to build a fence around your yard to make a choke point so that all these pigs have to come through one area. Two, don't let your fucking kids play outside if, rural, if fucking feral hogs are a problem because that makes you a fucking terrible parent and you should Holy never shit. put your kids in any situation where they could get gored by a hog. Uh, what did you say holy shit about? There's a population of roughly 6 million feral pigs in Canada, the United States right now. Yeah, it's a huge problem. What the fuck? It's because fucking pigs can have... They're like they're like the big pink version of a bunny rabbit. They can have lots of litter. Like, they don't even... I think the gestation period of a litter of hogs is either six months or nine months. And they can have, like, anywhere from, like, three or four to above ten... Piglets. I'm only saying generalized numbers because I don't actually know the specifics. So you have these animals that could just shit out all these kids right away. And they're just fucking going through and ravaging all the um, like the crops and stuff. Oh, harvesting 66% of the total population each year is required to keep the Texas feral pig population stable. 
That's why. That's a lot of fucking hogs. That's why they fly over with not semi-automatic machine, semi-automatic machine guns. They fly over with mini machine guns and just fucking blast the groups of them. Even then, like, okay, so maybe to control the pharaoh. Because to me, stop talking about the fucking government uprising. Yeah. Start talking about the hogs, man. Because I hear that and I'm like, give everyone a gun. Yeah. Fucking wild pigs are scary as fuck. Maybe maybe Brian McNabb's on to something. Like, was it Old Yeller where he got gored by a pig and that's how he got rabies? Yeah, I think that sounds right. Yeah. Fucking boars have been a problem since the 50s. Yeah. And we're not getting any... I think what we should do is we should have public groups of people who go on gore hunt or uh, (laughs) boar hunts where (laughs) you apply for a business license, then you get big fucking guns and then you go shoot. I mean, those exist. Yeah. And you can do that. Let's leave it to the professionals. Oh my God. So you have Blackwater, which was the hired mercenaries till everybody found out. So they changed their names. What would you call your fucking hired mercenary pig killing crew? I feel like you're asking because you already have a name. I don't. Oh. I was like, I was like Blackwater. That's like a tee up for a pun. And then I was like, wait. Okay, I got one. What would you, what would you call it? Oh, fuck, I don't know. Good Oink water. <laughs> it's weak. I know. I just thought of it off the top of my head. We're gonna take a break. And we're back. Hey, Derek, you know what's uh, not medically advisable? Uh, guns. Gun ownership. Feral hogs. Trying to tie it back into one of our previous things. What, Dale? Doing a thousand squats. Uh, oh, yeah. If you're if you're not in shape. Because what happens is... When Even you're, if you're in shape, a thousand squats seems like a lot. Yeah, I definitely couldn't do a thousand squats, but I would never attempt to do a thousand squats. Like, So what happened was... These two teenage girls, I think they're in China. They are in China. They had a competition. They're like, hey, you want to see who can do more squats? And they're like, sure. And then they just kept going. And they both did a 1,000. And then they're like, all right, let's quit. Ha, 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 ha. And then whatever, they went home. And then they, like, couldn't move their legs. They started peeing brown. And then they got rhabdomyolysis. Nailed it. Wait, give me one more shot. Rhabdomyolysis. Rhabdomyolysis. Sounds right. Extremist? Really? (laughs) (laughs) Makes no sense. (laughs) Okay, fine, Derek. How would you pronounce this extremely long word? Rhabdomyolysis. Yeah, I know. There should be an extra syllable in there. I see why it's tripping you up. (laughs) Yes. Uh, I blame the Kardashians for this because everyone wants a big ass now. Yeah, so you do squats just to get a bigger butt. Yeah. I feel like all the running I've done has anti-Kardashianed me because now I'm a chubby dude with an even smaller ass. Like before I had like this kind of small white guy ass, but now that I've been doing a bit of running and not doing squats or any leg day, my ass just fell right off. Yeah, but that's – I feel like not having an ass – I mean, you don't want to have no ass. You want to have some yeah. ass, but you don't want like it's not a good look for dudes to have a big ass. Yeah, right? because then I'll be driving my car and I'll see someone on a bike. I'll be like, oh, look at that, and there'll be a dude, and I'll be like, wait, am I gay now? Because that dude had a nice ass, <laughs> really, like very Kardashian ass. Yeah, I used to uh, uh, spend a lot of time working out with 
my friend Catherine, who is yeah. a girl, and because I didn't understand very much about physical activity or fitness or exercise yeah. or weights, uh, I would let her plan her exercise routine, and it was all like. It was like very little upper body and oh, yeah. it was all ass work. And after doing that for a few months, I was like, this is not intended for dudes at all. Like, I yeah. don't want a giant ass. <laughs> Why would I want that? It's like I was at the gym one day and I saw this girl. She had like two 30-pound dumbbells turned on their side and she was standing on them. Oh. And she was doing squats to go down lower. And I was like, just fucking – it's too far. Get like, ass implants. Yeah. Like – Nobody should care that much about it. Like, on one hand, it's good because girls are trying to get fit so that more people accept them because they look – I don't know how it all works. But. Yeah. It, it, it's good that people are pursuing uh, enhanced physical health by also getting people to look at the portion of their body that poop comes out of. Yeah. That's a net positive for everyone. But yeah, but like just don't give yourself that big word I mispronounced six times. I'm not even going to try it again. Don't do a thousand squat. Dude, you are going to try it again because you just, just looked at I'm it. I'm just going to call it rhabdom. It. Just don't get rhabdom. Rhabdom myolysis. Rhabdom myolysis. I conquered it. You just got to look at it. nailed it. Rhabdom it's like learning to read and grade whatever you learned to read in worked out when they're like split up the word, sound it out, and then put it together. Extra mist. Yeah, right? Extra mists. Exactly. <laughs> it's like you're like, this isn't enough mist for my needs. I need some extra mist. <laughs> uh, yeah. Is that all we had to say about the ass thing? Oh, did you? They well, were literally peeing brown. Yeah, Which so, is a horrific thing to imagine. And they suffered kidney failure. So what happened is – I'm just going to paraphrase the scientific article because uh, people don't pay me to – well, people don't pay me. <laughs> Period. But uh, my role here is not to distinctly represent the exact science of what happened. So basically what happened was when you work out, proteins are – shredded from your muscles and they go through your kidneys and then it's kind of like filtered out and either goes back into your body or goes out your pee. But what happened was these girls aren't in good shape, but since they did so much exercise on the biggest muscles in your body, which is your quads, so much protein went through their kidneys that it gummed up their kidneys and couldn't filter. So they had to like scientists, like doctors were like, it's Good that these ladies didn't suffer lots of damage because they very much could have. And they had to get put on IVs and shit. So I guess the moral of the story is try not to care too much about what people think of you. And maybe don't go – don't do a thousand – or don't do a thousand squats at once. Maybe do like ten or – Two, if you're me. Yeah. And then like slowly build up your muscles. And they said like another thing about these, the scientists said people who are in shape can do a thousand squats and not fuck up their kidneys. It's just people who are like weekend warrioring it where they like sit around and have like a desk job and then don't do anything and then just fucking kill themselves on the weekend. That's when I imagine this is fucking- something that a lot of CrossFitters must come down with because you imagine the amount of like. Muscle proteins that you're shedding into your kidneys after that bullshit. The fucking thing about CrossFit is 
It is fucking terrible for your body yeah. in all respects of it. But the only reason people do it is because all the endorphins that are released is like a high. And I don't know. It's like some sort of masochistic thing where they want to see how much pain they can endure. Like somebody was talking about CrossFit and I was like, that seems like way too much effort. And I was at the gym and I saw that guy and he was doing lunges on the treadmill. And I was like, oh, it's for fucking crazy people. Wait, like while the treadmill was. Yeah, he was like on the treadmill at a jogging pace. Like I'm not talking like like slowly. He was at like three or four where you kind of have to brisk walk. And he was doing fucking lunges on the treadmill. Jesus And I was fuck. like, this is the exact example why I will never do CrossFit. Yeah. Speaking of, we should hit the gym again soon. Guess we old. should. Get our beach body. It's August. Time to get our beach bodies, man. Yeah. I mean, yeah. my titties are already full of water. I'm ready to go. <laughs> Do you want to talk about this fucking uh, uh, university loophole thing? Oh, yeah. This is fucking crazy. This is, I don't know. This isn't really, this is kind of off brand because it's not something that. I'm mad about it. That people are outraged about. It's more of something that people should be outraged about because it's fucking ridiculous and before when I was talking about Gen Xers, this is why I was thinking about why Gen Xers are the problem because – so what happened is in Illinois, around Chicago and stuff, wealthy families are doing this thing where in the last couple of years of high school, they'll withdraw guardianship of their own children and they'll attribute it to either a family member or a family friend who isn't wealthy so that their kid – can apply for college or university with finance as a financial independent so they can apply for low interest loans that are usually shoehorned for low income people. So basically what they're doing is they're getting like grants and stuff that are usually given to the pieces of society that need it, but these fucking Gen X or parents are using this loophole when they're rich and they shouldn't be doing this to take even more away from the poor. Yeah, I mean, I think it's fucking gross that uh, wealthy people would take money that's earmarked for students who actually need yeah. financial assistance just so that they don't have to fucking pay for their kids to go to school. And the thing is, they're like, they might be thinking, oh, it's not really harming anybody. It's just a little loophole that's helping my kid. But what happens is these funds that are set up to help the kids who have low income and come from impoverished parts of society, those funds only have a certain amount of money and they're now running out before they can help the people who need it. Yeah. And the weirdest thing was this wasn't found out because some like super good person who looks at stuff caught it and was like, well, this is a loophole that they're like – I don't know, taken advantage of. We shouldn't allow this. What happened was a guidance counselor from a high school in Chicago was like, why is this high school student who's wealthy going to your low income seminar on how to apply for school? And then it that's that's when the whole fucking thing crumbled. And they're saying that there's outright they found dozens of incidences of this but they're they don't know how far back it goes they don't know how many people have done it and they don't know if it's just in the chicago area that's just where they found it. i mean it. i would almost guarantee it isn't but in the chicago area i think it said that there were one or two law firms that were basically helping um helping oh yeah that's specifically the with these cases yeah 
Like that was their whole business model, which is fucking gross. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't know if you know this, but uh, some lawyers, not all, there's some mm. very good lawyers out there. I work for that's, a company. That's why I that said some lawyers are good. Well, I mean, there's a law firm that specializes in this. So obviously there's dickhead lawyers who exploit like rules and loopholes. Yeah. I would say that like these lawyers are shitty. Also the law firm that helped with the, uh, the Panama papers, like helped everyone like offshore and set up their shit. Uh, like that, yeah. that's, that's just shitty. But I'm, by and large, all of the lawyers I've met, good upstanding salt of the yeah i mean people. nobody likes lawyers until you need one it's yeah. like a police officer nobody likes a cop till you need a cop it's the same with lawyers and firemen and pretty much basically any service that you need to defend you in a time where you can't defend <laughs> yeah, yourself it's weird how that works yeah. <laughs> um oh i did want to say uh one of the mailbag respondents uh katie walsh uh what up katie um said that ghosting is something that made her mad. Obviously, it's something... Well, I mean, it's not also really on brand for this podcast, but it is, like... It is a thing. I see a lot of people getting outraged about online in the exactly day and age. something that's on brand because it's us talking about stuff that's harmful to women when we have no right to talk about it because we're not women. I even think it's, like... So it is, by and large... I think a lot of people do it on both sides. Like, oh, both sides. Like, you just, like... You go on a few dates with someone or you don't even make it to the dating stage with someone and you just like, rather than be an adult about it and just be like, hey, I'm not really into it. Like, sorry, better luck next time. Mm -hmm. You just don't respond to them at all. Yeah. Like, this is, it's kind of an annoying thing, but it happens to everybody. And on one hand, people shouldn't be as so immature that you can't be like, look, what happened on our date didn't really appeal to me I think I'm just gonna not call or talk to you anymore actually I feel for me personally I would rather get ghosted than somebody give me that bullshit explanation of like I just didn't feel a spark or whatever weird magical thing I was waiting for to happen while we ate a meal and talked about small stuff that didn't matter so I think I'm going to pursue other avenues at this point I rather like whenever you text someone and they don't get back to you you're just like well that one's in the wind yeah, I don't know. I see it both, like, a lot of times, uh, like, if you haven't actually, like, gone on dates with someone, a, a lot of people argue, like, hey, I don't fucking owe this person closure or response. Like, I can just disappear. What the fuck does it matter? But on the other side of it, it's like, you never get that closure, so you're just like, well, that was kind of shitty. Like, is this person just going to, like, come out of the blue and, like, respond to me? Yeah. And so, just, like, I think it's okay to just be like, yeah, even give them the bullshit response. Like, if you're not feeling it, you're not feeling it, and that's fine. You don't have to feel a connection with every person you fucking date, but just, like, let them know, maybe? Yeah. Just be just be like, hey, I'm not into it. You know? Good like, luck. Like, there should just be a line that's, like, it says you're not interested anymore, but you don't have to awkwardly explain yourself or why you don't want to see them anymore. And you just be like, I don't know, like, I guess it could just be like, sorry, I'm not interested. I'm pursuing other avenues. You know what? Tell them that. Yeah. When you're going to go someone, don't. Just say, sorry, I'm not interested, comma, I'm going to pursue other Do avenues. the fucking job applicant thing and be like, sorry, I've decided to explore other candidates at this time. Uh, I appreciate your interest. 
uh, better luck on your job search. Or we found another candidate to fulfill this position. Yeah. Because then it sounds like you're this having dick. sex. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Oh, another thing is, I like that dating is still an abysmal oh, it's, fucking it's landscape. It's more awful than ever, man. Bullshit. Because if dating wasn't so fucking terrible, nobody would stay in relationships. If it was just like, oh, I could just go on the internet and find someone who shares interests with me and I get along great with, I'm going to go hang out with them tonight and we'll see what happens. Then nobody would stay in relationships I, because they'd be like, well, I'm perfectly happy now. I, but... Since the grass is greener on the other side of the fence, I'm just going to go fucking see if I can find something better. And everybody would just not stay in perfectly good functioning relationships that give you very much happiness just to try find the most happiness. Uh, I would like to go on the record saying I would stay in my relationship because I am the most happy. This okay. has nothing to do with the fact that she's currently sitting 20 feet away from us on the other side of that door. That I'd say point. it either way. Okay. So everybody who's not Derek Bolin would not stay in relationships. <laughs> also, Andrea, if you're listening to this, Dale's just being ironic right now. Yeah, no, she, <laughs> she does not listen to this podcast. And I told her that if we ever break up, that's it. I'm retired. That's I'm it. not fucking dating again because I was single for 11 years and I remember those days. I went from the inception of the pretty much inception of internet dating, which was like plenty of fish, plenty of fish. matchmaker, okay cupid. And the fact that I had to go through even one of these apps was terrible. But the fact that I had to go through multiple and just like just the bullshit you run into. Like I was told once that a girl wasn't gonna date me because I didn't make enough money. And it's like, I guess that's a valid reason because you dated someone poor so now you don't want to date someone who doesn't make enough money and it's like what am i going to do get mad at that person and just try to rearrange the way people think in society in general or am i just going to move on and the big valid point is you just move on yeah uh i'm in a uh, a facebook group called plenty of jerks and it's mostly uh like a couple hundred women just like venting about how fucking god-awful dating is and it makes me very happy that uh i'm in a committed relationship yeah like everybody who's in a relationship who's like hey what's that tinder thing all about should go look at facebook book groups like that and be like oh shit oh fuck it's garbage oh, people are awful all these movies lied to me i'm not gonna have like a meet cute and seth rogan gets to have sex with charlize theron that doesn't happen unless seth rogan is ungodly rich and charlize theron isn't uh kate's celebrity crush yeah seth rogan gross yeah which makes me feel better about myself comparatively right because i'm at least can you just like start to model yourself after seth <laughs> 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 <Off Seth> rogan <laughs> <laughs> hey, you like weed? Also, I saw the new Lion King last night. Uh, the new songs, the new versions of the songs are not as good as the old versions of the songs that I They're still to. songs in a movie which don't belong. What? I fucking hate musicals. What? It's not even a musical. There are like a few musical numbers in every Disney movie, but they're not musicals. The whole movie isn't musical. Can they just make movies where they don't sing? That's the Disney recipe, man. They got You gotta have a couple songs in there. How are you gonna make money from fucking album sales or Spotify streams Wait, or whatever they do? Wait, do they, they sing do in Pixar movies? 
Uh, oh yeah, one hundred percent. Big Hero Six. I don't feel like there were songs in that. I'm good on. Maybe that's why I like Big Hero Song Six so from much. From Big Hero I mean, Six was. I mean, there's probably Fallout Boy. Dope. Yeah, so they didn't sing songs. There was just like musical montage. Well, that was the same thing in uh, in. Uh, well, I guess not. In Lion King, they have the characters sing the songs, but like in the Lion King, it's uh, Donald Glover, which mm-hmm. like that guy can fucking sing. He's does he play Simba? He plays like older Simba, and then uh, like teenager Simba. Yeah, like you know, gr- grown up Simba. Like uh, who plays baby Simba? Yeah, was JTT kid, kid baby Simba? Simba in the old one, or was he teenage Simba? Who played Simba? Do they sing I Can't Wait to Be King? I guess they sing the Jonathan same song. Taylor Thomas was... Uh, Baby Simba or was, Teenage Simba? Uh, voiced by uh, Matthew Broderick was uh, Big Simba. What? That Weird. can't be right. Maybe yeah. it is. Jonathan Taylor Thomas played Cub Simba in the yeah. first one. Uh, and Matthew Broderick played Grown Up Simba. Huh. Hmm. How was the Billy Eichner singing? He played really good. Timon. Uh, Timon. He, yeah. That was the one character upgrade because uh, Pumbaa in the first one was, um, uh, fuck, what's his name? The, the the bigger guy, the, the portly, yeah, homosexual actor. Yeah, uh, which I feel bad because is there a way to say someone is homosexual without it being offensive? You can just say that. Uh, Nathan Lane. Thank yeah. You. Um. Nathan Lane in the first one could sing much better than Seth Rogen, who can't sing for Which shit. Which is weird because if you tell me anything about Seth Rogen, I would just assume he's a good singer. <laughs> I'm Seth Rogen and I'm singing. <laughs> That's my Seth Rogen I mean, impression. Maybe do a like fucking funny version of It's a Wonderful World. He has Oh, that would be a good yeah. Could do that. Absolutely. But that would be terrible anyway. Yeah, not great. Yeah. Wouldn't listen to it. Hey, thanks for tuning in to this episode of Outrage Factory. Okay, well, let's talk about Disney more. Uh, yeah, it feels like it's been a hot button topic for the last few episodes. That's because we'll do they it all Disney episodes. doing re-releases. Oh, overall, did it ruin your childhood nostalgia for the film? No, I'm okay with movies being remade generally. I can't think of uh, a movie that I saw that ruined the version I saw as a child. You know what? I always find that the remake is better because they put more effort into it. Like, Total Recall was one of my favorite movies because it was awesome. And then the remake with um, Colin Farrell was way... As a movie itself, it was way better. But as, like, a cheesy sci-fi, it wasn't because it was, like, took itself seriously. And... But it was a fucking good movie because it took the... It took the Philip K. Dick source material and put, like, a more well-narrated and plotted movie around the base material instead of whatever the old one was that I love just because it's Arnold Schwarzenegger and it's cheesy. Yeah. Well, I'm like, even, like, you look at the movies that they made in, like, the 80s and 90s. Yeah. Like, technology was not that great. And, like, how far we've come in... Even animation, which again I will say, Lion King is not live action. It looked very realistic, but those were not actual animals doing the acting in that movie. Yeah. Um, but like that alone is reasoned enough. Like they didn't fuck with the plot, they didn't fuck with the story, they didn't yeah. even change the lines, I think. Like, by and large, it was the exact same movie, shot for shot. Mm-hmm. But uh it was uh much a much cooler movie watching experience. Yeah. Uh, because it just looked so much fucking better. 
You know what they should redo is the Disney movie Atlantis. Like, that would look so fucking dope with good effects. You know what movie they should remake? What? Titan AE, which is my favorite animated movie of all time. That would be a good one. Yeah. Or the movie I just watched, Rodel Dorado. I actually have never seen it. Yeah, you have. No. I've never seen Rodel Dorado. It's one of my favorite animated movies. And I just made Andrea watch it. It's on Netflix. You should watch it. I will check it out. It's good. I won't do that. Okay. Well, hey. Episode 98 in the books. Uh, in two episodes, it will be episode 100. We might do something special for that. Who the fuck knows? We don't really plan much with this podcast. I've been your co-host, Derek Bolin. You can follow me on Twitter at Herder. I'm your other ho-host, Dale. Ho-host. <laughs> oh, the host. <laughs> Whoops, Freudian slip. <laughs> uh, I'm your other co-host, Dale DeRuder. You can find me on the Twitter machine at SuperDaleBot. You can find us both on Facebook and Twitter at dot com slash OutrageFactPod. Sure. Uh, Patreon, still send us money and we will or will not French kiss with our shirts on or off. Who knows? Please send us money. Yeah. Uh, just send us money. We'll, we'll, we'll unplan it. How's that? We'll just go like this whole podcast and it's endearing quality, which is we just fucking meet up and it's all like, um, what's that thing? Improvised. It's all improvisational. We don't plan anything. And then it's hilarious. It's yeah. It's just like a fucking Robin Williams movie. Yeah. Only he's dead. So that's going to bring that up. All right. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> hey, wherever you get your podcast, rate, review, and subscribe. Tell your friends about us. And until next week, stay angry. It's the heart.